0: Previously, the on the Big Review. No, it's it's the the Boop Beeps from 24.
1: Oh, I was like, it's, it's a heart monitor. It's uh No.
0: Nah. dodgy. You're flatlining. You're flatlining. Your jokes are flatlining. Your <laughs> jokes are flatlining. <laughs> Shut up. No, I'm doing it because we've got Kim Buyer on the show.
1: We sure do. We sure, sure do. Uh Real name, uh, Alicia Cuthbert. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's in new Irish horror movie, The Cellar uh which was filmed here during the winter of 2020 in Roscommon and I think Sligo during a lockdown so it was like shit weather yeah shit lockdown yeah yeah so she's in this new Irish horror movie uh, the cellar with Anne Mackin, uh which was based on a short Irish horror movie that came out I think in 2014 called the 10 steps uh and this is the feature length version of that um Yeah, so you're going to hear from Alicia now talking about that movie. And also, of course, we can't not talk to Alicia and not talk about some of her uh, impressive CV. 24 did not come up, unfortunately, despite your stellar intro. But uh, you you. will hear uh, some other interesting tidbits uh, about, yeah, some, some, some of those CV entries.
0: Well, before I even hear the conversation with Alicia, the other one... Uh, and I can't remember if I said this to you before, the other uh, Alicia Cuthbert role that played a defining moment in uh, in growing up was seminal, uh, me, Seminal, some might say. Mm. Uh, my friends, one of my friends had a bit of a crappy breakup. He was down in the dumps. And so to cheer him up, we thought we would go to Extra Vision and get him a film on Friday night. And the film we got him was The Girl Next Door, because it was about a normal, ugly guy, if I remember correctly, which we were all. Uh, incredibly, uh, it was very relatable for all of us it uh, (laughs) it really really was (laughs) and uh, those were difficult times difficult, difficult times but um, we played that for him and he he absolutely loved it so um, hopefully that comes up, so we'll see what the crack is
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see if it comes up
0: Mm. okay, let's see, this is uh, Alicia Cuthbert on The Big Review (laughs) Ski
1: Alicia, how are you doing today?
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm I'm really good. I'm really really good. I'm actually good friends with Mr. Owen Macken. And uh, just <laughs> of ahead of this of, of this interview, I, I messaged him. I was like, "I'm speaking to your co-star," and his oh. exact response was, "She is my favorite." So,
2: oh my god. <laughs> him. He's so, he's so great. He's so great. He's, he's so, okay. He's okay, but he you know, He was, he was just an absolute treat. I I loved working with him. He's amazing. I'm so happy for him too. He's been busy, so busy. So it's good.
1: He, he super has been a uh, tough question right off the bat. What is your favorite scary movie?
2: Well, I, I would say the first scary film that really got me I think I was about 12 or 13 and it was a film I don't know if you heard it it was called fire in the sky
1: the alien abduction one
2: yes you know it
1: I sure do oh um, yeah.
2: god that movie rocked me I was like <laughs> I literally for like months would look out my window terrified thinking aliens were going to abduct me for a very long time. I thought for sure I was next on the list. I really did. Um, That movie was jarring. Like, I just, like, it was, yeah, shook. Shook.
1: Shook's the right word. Uh, But to date, still unabducted, so you're good.
2: Still unabducted. (laughs) Thank the Lord. (laughs) Yes.
1: I... I almost want to, uh, apologize on behalf of Ireland in that you had to visit here and film a movie during pandemic, during lockdown, during winter and kind of confined to a particular part of the country. So, uh, like consider this an open invite, of course, to come back and and visit the rest (laughs) of the lovely country now that it's reopened, but like yeah. Uh, was it? That must have been a particularly unique experience was, filming yeah, this movie. Yeah, that's,
2: that's that is the word. It was really unique, but I will say, not not bad, and not in a way like it's unfortunate that I went all the way to Ireland for seven weeks and never went to a pub. I mean, that's probably a crime in Ireland. I I probably <laughs> shouldn't say that I, I said that. Um, that that even happened. I mean, I, but you know. Going to sort of hunker down in this bubble in in the middle of the country, uh, you know, during the craziest time, you know, with COVID, it was really peaceful and it was so beautiful. And there was an urgency about it because if anyone had gotten sick at that point, because we had no um, vaccines or jabs, you know, so it was like if there was no, if anyone got sick, there was no film. We were going to have to shut down that day. Like it was, it was really do or die situation for the film itself. So it gave an urgency to it, but there was really a piece about it in that I got to spend two weeks by myself in this beautiful cottage in the middle of the country with, with no children bothering me with my husband. I mean, I was alone secluded. It was like the holiday. It was like the movie, the holiday. The only thing missing was Jude Law knocking on my door. I'm telling you, it was really a beautiful experience for me.
1: Well, oftentimes when people make uh, horror movies, especially ones that are themselves set in particularly spooky locations, you will hear stories come back about stuff actually like creepy stuff did happen or, you know, weird things just happen as you're making the film in a, in a particularly spooky location. Did anything like that happen? Well, uh, I Thomas? know.
2: I think Owen is a little bit more intuitive than I am. He has some stories that I think are a little far-fetched, but apparently they happened to him. So you can, I would definitely go to him for a source of that, but I will say there was one thing that I did notice that was very bizarre. And that was right after we finished quarantining a day before we started filming, Brendan, the director, Owen and myself all had three separate cottages and all three cottages had an infestation of dead flies appear thousands of dead flies. Oh. And it was sort of like, wait a minute, what's happening? There's this like plague of dead, dead flies, really creepy. And so that sort of kicked off our first day and they had to have a, an exterminator come and like get rid of all our flies in, in the place that we were staying. But then there was a logical theory that because the cottages had been shut down for so long that when we turned on the heat, it may have caused mm. the flies to arrive. I don't know. I don't know, but it was I very, the, very,
1: I prefer the spookier angle, to be honest, just I do setting too. the tone of the movie, just completely unnerve you as you're about to start exactly. filming. <laughs> exactly. Well, you mentioned Brendan, like he wrote and directed this. And I, I remember seeing the seller years ago, like probably around the time that it was first kind of launched, uh, the and short film. Sorry, the, the 10 steps. I beg your pardon. Oh, the
2: 10 steps. Yeah, the short I yeah. I beg your pardon.
1: <laughs> and thinking was fantastic uh, and Ooh, proper, like, unnerving. And I love that it was, this was expanding upon that. Um, but how, I guess, it, it's, it's an interesting angle for me in that, like, how did this land on your lap? How did a, uh, right. a spooky Irish movie based on a spooky Irish short film land yeah. on your lap? And you're like, that's the one I want to do.
2: Well, I think a lot of, you know, luck in the way that you know things kind of find you um I I mean I really really believe in that but I I would say the full sort of seven degrees of separation was that Owen who was already set for the film his agent is the same as mine and so the script was then shown to me uh because I guess Brendan thought oh yeah let, let Alicia take a look at it um and so I read it and I just thought wow I really thought it was great and I watched the short as well Um, but in speaking with Brendan, he sort of said, listen, this is, this is not that we're going to do our own sort of thing, but, you know, obviously you can take a sense of it, but, um, we're really going to focus in on it, on a sort of broader idea. Um, but yeah, so then, so after reading the script and then having really, really great conversations with Brendan, our director, um, it just sort of all started feeling very right. We, we all had the same opinions about the film and the same sort of ideas and thoughts. So that was really reassuring. And, um, and then next thing you know, we were in Ireland. So yeah, it sort of just unfolded naturally, which is really great.
1: Well, like, I mean, between this and uh, like going way back to are you read of the dark to House of Wax to Captivity, like it 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 seems to me you must be inherently a big horror fan. Like you would like would you would you accept the the title or the mantle of being a scream queen? <laughs>
2: Um, you know, I try to space out the horror films that I do to to maybe avoid the title, but I wouldn't hate the title. Um, sure. cuz I'll, I'll tell you what. I think I think I'm a fan of making horror films. I don't know if I'm a fan of watching them cuz I'm a little bit of a chicken myself, I will say. Um, but I I do enjoy I I will watch horror films. I would just say that like I'm more of a sci-fi fan in watching stuff, but to film a horror film is so much fun. And so great. And I think my choices and the evolution of the horror that I've done has been a real growth process. And really, I think great in that way. I mean, I think the seller has a real air of sophistication to it because it's very like atmospheric, not so in your face, Hollywood, Mm -hmm. you know, um, that of like, you know, House of Wax maybe would be sort of your cliche Hollywood Scream Fest sort of situation and Captivity being the real gore sort of Saw vibe, this this one felt elevated and that was sort of where I was at and I hadn't really tackled that yet. So I'm always interested in doing something new and, and, and sort of trying something different. And so, yeah, but sure. I mean, Scream Cream sounds good to me.
1: <laughs> it sounds good to me too. Like if someone were to call me a Scream Cream, I'd be like, okay, great. Sure. <laughs> Um, just in terms of that elevated horror, like there is, I'm going to specifically avoid spiders. Uh, this movie goes in some directions in the third act that I yeah. was not anticipating. Yay, and, cool. and as a performer in it, it must have been like, it almost take an awful lot of trust in Brandon to properly materialize the directions yeah. that the movie goes in. Uh, but like, were you... Were you, did you have a vision of how the movie was going when in those particular yeah. scenes, I mean, and without, did they yeah, pay off?
2: Yeah, and, and without spoiling it, I mean, there was a moment when I finished the script that I thought, you know, I was pretty jazzed because I didn't see it coming either. And I, so I, I would say this: I, I thought, wow, people are either going to be surprised uh, and and blown away by the direction. Or maybe not dig it, you know. So it was, it was really that thing of like, but isn't that what we go to see movies for—to sort of be challenged and go, wait a second, this this questions all the the norm. So I I, I loved that about it. So it was um, it was a risk, but I thought you know what, one worth taking because I thought I'd never seen anything like that before. I thought that was really cool
1: um if it's okay i'm just gonna Sorry take to be
2: it big no no like it's you,
1: it's you have to be vague because i i think the best way to go yeah. into some of the stuff and this is completely blind and just let it wash over
2: exactly. you just go for the um, ride yeah
1: precisely uh i'm gonna take a way back if that's okay um sure. the girl next door mm. because i've noticed lately there are there's a there's a big support and push from from movies and tv shows like from uh red rocket and x and pam and tommy where there's a different approach and handling of people uh who both work in the sex industry and how it's kind of consumed and it feels to me like the girl next door was tackling that 20 years ago before it was like a topic and it, you can see today like it's still it still has like a bit of a title of being a cult classic and I know so many people who absolutely adore that film. Yeah. Uh, and it's just curious now that like these are the topics that are being tackled by some of the biggest movie makers and TV shows, but it's something that your film really appropriately, in my opinion, handled two decades ago.
2: Yeah, well, thank you. I, I think um, I think the director, Luke Greenfield, and I really had a lot of conversations um, about how we were going to approach sort of this character who was in the porn industry make it believable, but also fit into the film and, and give it sort of of more poetic feel to it. Um, and my big thing was, I always was a big fan of, um, weird science. Um, yeah. And Kelly LeBrock, I mean, when she was like, they, these guys created the ultimate woman. Right. And when you watch the film, for whatever reason, I guess maybe the time or maybe the director decided this was how he wanted to go, but it was like they would, pa- they panned up on her in the shower and they never showed anything, but they felt like they showed everything. And at the same time, I think it led audiences to create sort of the perfect woman in their own mind, as mm-hmm. opposed to seeing Kelly LeBrock, you know, in, 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 the, in the bear and then being like, oh, that's, that's what she is people had to use their imagination in in what sort of fit their fantasy. And I remember bringing that up to Luke and saying, listen, like, I know this, you know, this is at a time when American Pie was, you know, huge. And it was really about a lot of like nudity and all this stuff. And, And I just thought, you know, we could do this in a way that really doesn't show everything at all, but then let the audience sort of create who their perfect Danielle would be. And I think that's why a lot of people felt connected to it and felt such a um, sort of an attraction to my character, not because of me, but because of the, the character they created in their own minds, mm-hmm. which is like the power of imagination. You know, so I, I, I love that we are still sort of, you know, people still love that film and I, I get commented on it all the time and I'm really proud of what we did there. I mean, I, I wish it would have done more in the moment when it first released, but I think it was a little bit, like you said, I think it was a little ahead of its time and the way we approached it and people didn't quite understand that, but they kind of get it now, which is great. So, but yeah, w- what a great movie to be a part of and worked really hard on sort of developing that, that relationship between, you know, the porn industry and how we were going to portray this character in this romantic comedy.
1: Yeah, like I think looking back now, um, you mentioned American Pie there. Yeah, it was huge at the time, but people don't really re-watch American Pie anymore, whereas people really right. do re-watch The Girl Next Door because it has exactly. that kind of uh, inherent kind of timeless. likability and timeless and timelessness to it. And just one final quick question, if that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we We recently spoke to Todd Phillips, and he okay. said he had a script in wait for old school too yeah and he said all it would take is if everyone involved was like yeah i'm on board then he would be like okay I'm, I'm on board too so would you wow. come back
2: oh yeah in a heartbeat i i would definitely i mean how funny would it be to see where that high school girl is now that is actually really interesting i shot that film um you know when i was 18 years old just you know, getting off the plane from Canada, hoping to make a career for myself as an actress. So I have such fond memories of being so awe-inspired by everyone that was on the film and really getting to see Will Ferrell shine and Luke Wilson being so um, so nice and generous to me. And uh, yeah, and Todd is like, what a character and what an amazing director so yeah i mean to be able to be with that huge gang again that would be so cool i think i ran into him a few years back and um he had mentioned that there was a script so i i I had heard some things that were kind of circling around but nothing ever really transpired so yeah we will have to wait and see
1: well you you know if if it ever does transpire there'll be plenty of people there to see it i guarantee that alicia Thank you so much for Thank your time you. today. And uh, do let us know next time you're in Ireland. Uh, we will make sure you get a proper pint in a proper yes.
0: pub.
2: Yes. Thank you. Will Thank do. Thank you so
0: much. Mickey, my friend, will be so happy to hear that she is so lovely in real life as well.
1: Mm. Yeah. Uh, M- Mickey, your friend, question mark. Yeah. Um, He's a real friend. You shut your mouth. I, okay. Uh <laughs> I said you shut your mouth. <laughs> He should be happy. Yeah, that she agrees. It was a movie that was in some ways ahead of its time, uh, uh-huh. and that she's totally on board for uh, Old School too. Should that ever come around? Although I think writer director Todd Phillips is probably busy going after Oscars for Joker and stuff like that. That's but true. should it ever, should the stars align, she's on board. Uh, yeah. So the seller is released in Irish cinemas on Friday. The what is it? Twenty eighth. What day is today? Today, yeah, go with
0: that. The, the, the Friday is a day, and 28 is a number. They both sound good to me. All right, I don't even well, know what whatever, month you're talking about. Friday
1: the 25th, Okay, Friday okay. Friday also she, sounds good. She, it'll, it'll just you know what, you know what, the celebration will Friday, still be Friday. in cinemas on the 28th of March, but it will arrive in cinemas on Friday, <laughs> gotcha. the 25th of March. So go see it on either one or any day uh, while it's in the cinema.
0: While it's specifically in the cinemas, well, listen, that's all really crystal clear, Rory. Mm. Thank you as ever. Thank you to Sound Paul on Sound as well, and thank you to everybody for listening and subscribing to the show. We will see you next time on the 25th of whenever.
1: Tw- yep, 25th of the 28th of the 3rd of. Uh, oh, and we started with 24 as well. 24. <gasps> <gasps> boop, boop. He's flatlining. Boop. He's, he's flatlining, it's not going well. We've lost him. RIP.